Hey, folks, sorry about last week. Sorry. This is episode 15 of this pod thing of ours. And as I mention every week, you can still reach us at tptopod at gmail.com. And go ahead and get this out of the way. Please like, share, like, rate, review, share, subscribe, subscribe, most importantly, and share with your friends. And Tell love. them all about it. Just love. Uh, Kristen's been giving me a lot of heat lately. We got to get the social media going. We do. I have, yes. I've been, that, I've been leaving that to you because I manage all the RSS no, no, stuff. You're right. I, what we need. She even said, she said, if you guys don't want to do it, I'll do it. Well, we have an unpublished Facebook page. That's true. I just need material. So I need pictures and I need it to link back to SoundCloud or iTunes, which I'm we'll not great at. Out. But what we really need is the pictures. But that's a whole nother. Maybe thing. what we can do at some point, I'll get over here with my laptop once I have it portable again because I'm having to use it as my work computer because my main workstation is still busted. Maybe I get over here with my laptop and then you have your laptop. Yes. I have my Mac. You have your Mac. It'll look like a damn NSA <laughs> it's like, war room in It's here. like Best in Show when they're talking oh, yeah. about how they met. And I, I had my J. Crew catalog. <laughs> and she had her J. Crew catalog. <laughs> And I was, you were drinking, you were drinking double espressos back then. I thought that was so hot. <laughs> now I'm a, now I'm a double decaf soy latte. Well, not talk shows on the rotation. <laughs> Waiting for Guffman to. Best in show. Best Everybody in show, dance. Sorry. Yeah. People don't like it when the <clears throat> smoke gets poked in their noses. Well, for this episode, we chose The Birdcage, which is a, I would honestly say a shared classic for both of us yeah classic robin williams classic nathan lane classic hank azaria oh i mean i love brockmeyer i love everything hank azaria yeah. does but this in this particular role i think just highlights everything well, he's good at gene hackman is fantastic of course in the role he, he does gene hackman would be good eating a peanut butter sandwich it's I mean, too bad he retired after welcome to mooseport that's a shitty one to go <clears throat> it's out. It's not a good one to go out on, but I don't judge him on it. He made a bunch of classic films. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we've, uh, we're doing The Birdcage. We're making this a two-parter, so what you hear today will be some Birdcage. Honestly, not a lot. Well, it, it, you know, The Birdcage takes place in Miami. We do a lot of uh, beach. Yeah. A lot of beach conversation. Well, we, agreed, we agreed from the onset that <clears throat> The Birdcage, to truly be enjoyed, <clears throat> needs to be watched with the sound on. Like, yeah. If you're going to watch... You know, you may hate this movie, but if you're going to watch the movie Fletch... Love Fletch. You have to pay attention because the funny in Fletch is not over the top. It's all the little subtle, subtle mm-hmm. things that Chevy Chase says. And the, the, the funniest parts of the birdcage are all in the dialogue. Yep. So without the sound on, you are kind of missing that. Yeah. But uh, this is part one of two of the birdcage. We'll do 16 <laughs> next week. We explained in the uh, episode we're doing a two-parter because next week is going to be kind of hard to record. So this is a shorter one than normal. Uh, we got a. Some of you might like that. Some of you might like Give that. Give me twenty minutes. We got uh, we got <laughs> two call-in guests on this one. And one, it was a twofer. Yeah, so that was fun. Um, but yeah, enjoy this episode. Stay tuned for next week, episode sixteen. Uh, until then, we'll we'll see you then. Hello. Am I leaving anything out? No, but we did uh, we did a lot of talk about bands. We did talk about bands, a lot of music, Midtown. We shared it's, some good It's got lots of good it stuff. It had poop. <laughs> Every one of these things has poop. So always wait for the poop story. All right, so doo-doo in this one yeah. and masturbation next week. Yeah. All right. All right. <laughs> we'll see you guys next week. Holla.
should have done the verb. You should have just done that verb when you press play. Well, I, I only paused. Did you oh, we are. Yeah. Okay, you have. I didn't hold the belch out of the pod. The microphone wasn't uh, active yet. Ugh. So, the birdcage. <laughs> well, Chapter one. Chapter one. The birdcage. This will be a two-parter, I think. Yeah, we're going to split 14, and we're going to split this episode into two because we're gonna we're gonna do uh, we're gonna do a two part on purpose because next week's gonna be tight. My sister in law is getting married. I'm only working three days. I'm probably gonna have to work late to make up for lost time if we're busy. So it's gonna be a stretch to get here. The laughing man's gonna have to do one all by himself. <laughs> That'll be awkward. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the guys that go in to record the. <laughs> Part of the of that song, <laughs> the Proclaimers. Anyways, so tonight, The Birdcage, Brent's all-time favorite film. It's one of my favorites. I would put it in my top twenty, hands down. Yeah, that's I'm the same. It's in my top twenty. It, well, you it, said it was your all-time favorite. Film. One of my all-time favorites. I say that about I my think top you said 20. It was all time. I love this movie. Okay, I do too. But when you start talking about rankings, it gets convoluted. But anyways, tonight will be our uh, here. We'll do a cheers to Robin Williams. God rest his soul. Yeah. This is one of those movies I always come back to. Like uh, I always like people. I know people that don't like it, but when the weather starts to turn warm. I always start to watch movies like this. Captain Ron is oh, a staple. God, what a classic. <laughs> that has to be put onto the fucking agenda. <laughs> Captain Ron is fantastic. I mean, when that movie starts and you hear that sort of, maybe uh, maybe Paul Simon wrote this intro of music. It's mm -hmm. got that sort of like, is it African? Is it Caribbean? Yeah. Is it just Paul Simon? I don't know. But yeah. it's it's, you know... That it's got the, it all. Plus, the Rum Diary is another one I like to watch when the weather turns. You know what I watched last night? Speaking of weather turning, it's kind of tying all in together. Cool Runnings. Mm. That has to be one of my all-time favorite films. That's like it's the only live-action film you could watch in grade school without getting a, a a parental note signed. That's probably true. It's but like, it's a great film. I mean, John Candy. Yeah. You know. Feel uh, the rhythm. Feel the rhyme. Right, right. Webster, Webster, and Cohen. <laughs> the finest broker's house in all of Miami. That's, for those who are listening, that's a very in-depth reference to that film. You don't really have to know Cool Runnings yeah. to get that quote. Sanka, but, you did. <laughs> yeah, I'm on. <laughs> no, but no, The, the Birdcage bird, really, really is. I mean, t objectively, it's a fantastic film. Yeah. It's one of those movies where I always thought it was funny, but when you're, you know, 14, you don't know if you can admit to your guy friends that you like a movie that's mostly about a gay couple. Mm -hmm. Like, that's not what the movie's about, but it's like, am I going to get judged for saying I really think this movie's hilarious? But I quote this movie all the time. I think the star of this show, I mean, Robin Williams is, of course, the main, and Nathan Lane. I mean, come on, you're talking about Robin Williams yeah. and Nathan Lane. But Hank Azaria. Hank, yeah, he's... <laughs> I mean, and, and it's not like... Hank has already has added just reams of, of great comedic material to, to this. When he's dancing to whatever that song is in the pink wig. Well, he's, dan he's dancing to, to Gloria. Gloria. Come on, Gloria. <laughs> Be asshole to everyone. I, I, I overquote the shoe thing. Like, 
ah, you see, I never wear shoes because they make me fall down. <laughs> no, no, no. I scrape the A off the aspirin. <laughs> You're a genius, aspirin. <laughs> no, he's so good. It's this, like this it's, is the perfect movie for what we ate for dinner. Not not downplaying what mm-hmm. you made, but I feel like the Bon Me sandwich is something that Hank Azaria would make for Robin Williams and Nathan Lane that Nathan Lane would know the name of right away, just like the Turkish coffee. Mm-hmm. And Robin Williams would be like, "What what the fuck is this you're giving me?" Like between I, the two of them, Robin Williams is the less cultured one. He thinks that Turkish coffee is sludge. It, uh, and Nathan Lane loves it. What is what did they call him? Hank Azaria? Uh, Agador. Agador. His name is Agador. They call him Spartacus. When they Agador put, Spartacus. When they put on the show for right. Edward Scissorhands. There he is right and, there. And, and he would not know Bon Me. The guy, he made, he's a terrible cook. That's true, but I'm saying, like, that's that's an exotic sandwich. I've never had one before. I've also never liked had it, Turkish though. coffee. It was good. Well, well, first sidebar of the evening. Every time we do these podcasts, we like to eat dinner. Because typically, we start these podcasts at 6.30-ish. Yeah, you're getting off work. I'm getting off work. We usually meet up. We and and uh, sometimes we order. We've talked about Padriacs. Yeah, otters. Otters is great. It's fantastic. I'll never say no to otters. Um, but the last two weeks I've been trying to both save us money, kind of I guess, even though it's still money. But like, let's make something at home. Yeah. So last week the wings were a middling to moderate success. The sauce was great. I've been telling you about my sauce. Great. The sauce was the great. The fries were good. My homemade ranch was great. The method is 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 a good method. The the, the chicken that we went with. Yeah, I haven't. We need to get the right good. chicken to match up. But this week, last night, what I did was I had gone to Kroger. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm a Kroger guy. Doesn't Robin Williams look so comfortable in this movie? He might have been gay. <laughs> But anyways, I was at Kroger last night, and I was—I went to get two very succinct items. I was only there for two things, but I was walking past the meat aisle. As you do. As you do. <laughs> and um, I looked down, and I know this happens from time to time at Kroger, but they had the pork tenderloins that come in this. They're seasoned. They're mm. in like a vac-sealed bag. It's a okay. Hormel product. It's not like I'm buying something. Yeah. You know. But uh, So that was not non-GMO? I am sure there was GMOs in there. And all the better for it. And gluten, I hope. Oh, absolutely. Okay, Extra good. gluten. Good. Probably some MSG, if we're being honest. Great. But they have the Hormel pork tenderloins back sealed. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> uh, they have a, th- a few flavors. The only one I ever buy is the peppercorn. I think it's delicious. Mm. They have teriyaki and they have like a lemon garlic basil. I, fuck that. I just give me the peppercorn. But I look down, buy one, get one free. Mmm. Only bought the one because it goes from nine dollars to four fifty. Yeah, people. I, I remember explaining that to Kristen, like when she. You bought don't two, have to buy like two. You don't, you don't have to buy no. what the deal is. Like you, you still you get, get the same deal. Yeah, so it's like when you see like like I used to buy vitamin B twelve, and it's like it's two for half price, and it's like yeah, or just one for half price because it doesn't care as long as you use your Kroger Plus card. Right. So I, you know, I went for cranberry juice. I just remember what it was, cranberry juice and milk. But in the walk past to get those two items, I found the pork. Bought the pork because I was like, buy one, get one free. I'll get this for $4, put it in the freezer. Be there for a while. Yeah. But I was sitting here last night, and I knew we were going to have our thing, and it just kind of fucking hit me that I have everything we need mm. to make pork banh mi sandwiches, which to give a cooking lesson for those who are listening, the Laughing Man loves to cook. It's one of my favorite things to do. 
and I'm an expert at pork banh mi sandwiches. And all that really is, is roasted pork, or in this case, half grilled, half roasted pork with carrots, cucumbers, cilantro, and jalapenos, all fresh, mm. not cooked, with a lime, sriracha, aioli. I went light on the cilantro because it tastes like you don't like, you, you don't like cilantro, which we, is funny because we talked about that before you yeah. got here. We, we were saying like, one, I'm a lover of cilantro. I, I there's not, I mean, there's a few things you can't put it on. Of course, you don't throw yeah. cilantro in spaghetti. Well, it's an ingredient in most guacamoles, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Like, and that's a it's a key ingredient. Like guacamole without cilantro wouldn't quite. Taste there's not right. many salsas that don't have cilantro. Right. So I appreciate the flavor it brings to things, but I made a salad with it once that called for a, a copious amount of fresh cilantro. And I just, it tasted like I was eating shampoo salad. Yeah. It wasn't, so I've learned that in things, it works. If I'm, like, tonight sprinkling it fresh and raw on top of something, it, it kind of just makes everything I'm eating taste like Irish bread. But you did enjoy the sandwich. It was a great sandwich. The first time having Bon Me, for those who are listening and they know what Bon Me is, he enjoyed it. It if was anything, fantastic. And I added curly fries because I knew, you know, if you don't like the sandwich... You've got curlies, <laughs> right? Yeah. Now, curlies, I, I almost like asked if I needed to bring a bag of potato chips because I am, it could be any kind of sandwich. It could be a chicken parmesan you have to sandwich. Have something. I have to have something on the side. Sure. And macaroni salad's not going to cut it. Fuck no. It needs to be a potato that's been cut in a certain way and deep fried, typically. Mine aren't fried. <laughs> Right. Well, they, I mean, they probably were originally or, or you know. That's probably true. I know that you can make your own, uh, you can freeze your own fries to fry later. If you, like, you sort of half fry them and then bag them and freeze them. And you make great fries. I remember that one time I came to your house. Fries from scratch. Yeah. Yeah. You had, you had hand cut and you had blanched overnight. Yeah, you have to do that. You have to, uh, whatever that does, it like draws the starch out draws or something. Draws the starch out so you get crunchy fries. Yeah. And you did it twice. Yeah, you have to double. Yours was a tough process too, because your cutter was so small (laughs) that you were literally. Well, the fryer's not very big either, so you have to do them in batches. The way you do the the way you do fries from scratch, you cut them the night before you're going to make them, and you soak them in water overnight in the fridge. When you take them out the next morning, that water's drawn all the starch out, and in small batches, you fry them for about five minutes on low heat, like 225 is the is the fry temperature you want. You're basically just getting them soft. You're cooking the inside. Oh. <laughs> Once you've done that, you crank the heat up as high as it'll go. On my fryer, I think it's 425. You wait till it's good and, and hot, and then you drop them in a second time, and you just let those bastards cook until they're a nice golden brown. Yeah. You're basically two-stepping it. You're removing the starch. You're actually cooking the inside enough and then you're crisping the outside with the fast cook yeah and then i hit it with a little bit of uh that tony uh, saturies yeah yeah which is what was on these curlies yeah a little bit of that and give it a little heat a little bit of salt some uh you know good saturies has it all i don't know if you know this i don't know i i've been using tony saturies for a year but it's basically just salt pepper garlic cayenne it's got everything you need in one basket having said that that's tonight's WFCK, <laughs> F-U-C-K, cooking lesson. Well, uh, we also had, did you have a peanut butter cup? Not yet, but I've had Justin's many times. Mm. That was the, well, I didn't, I was going to tell you, I meant to tell you that we have dessert here. We can still Another, eat pie. Well, not to give Kroger too much of a shout out. They get plenty of shout outs in this pod from the pst. 
<clears throat> specials. Yeah. To whatever else. But again, on Sunday, I went to Kroger again for two things. Mm. It's kind of my thing. I, we we always find ourselves missing one or two items. It's, I'm at Kroger every day of the week to get something. <laughs> right. It's you, like, you get it. Yeah. So I went to Kroger to get, I think it was shampoo. Mm. And I don't know what led me from the shampoo aisle, which is not close to where I ended up. <laughs> but I was going down the shampoo, got the shampoo. I think I went to get something else unrelated to that. Don't know what it was. Pass by the pie aisle. Buy one, get one free. <laughs> Edwards Pies. Ooh, nice. Which so kind did you get? I went lemon meringue and chocolate because there's no two. There's like two the chocolate silk and lemon meringue. Can't get more different. Yeah, and this is a scenario where you chose to buy the two, not just. Yes, because yeah. I figured, yeah, I could buy the lemon meringue for the what <laughs> would essentially be three seventy five with the buy one get one, or I could spend the seven and have a chocolate silk. Yeah. And a lemon, and I gotta tell you, it's been a real, a real godsend. Because one night you want that lemon meringue, yeah, and it's fucking fantastic. The next night you're like, you know what, chocolate silk. I would almost imagine that if you had a little sliver of each side by side, I don't do that. I don't mix. It wouldn't be terrible. Like chocolate and raspberry. I'm not saying it would be terrible, but I don't mix. Chocolate if, and raspberry is not if bad. If I have lemon meringue on Monday, mm. that's it. It's a lemon meringue Monday. I don't fucking mix it. Is that what you did for Memorial Day? Yes. I had lemon meringue, and I had a big old slice, too. Not yeah. like your standard. Yeah. Tuesday, I went back to a moderately decent, smallish slice of the chocolate silk. You know, just to get over to the movie for a second. Yeah. Albert, Nathan Lane's character, he is the star of the show of The Birdcage. Well, yes. he's, he's the guy or the girl, the, the lady everyone comes to see in the drag show. And I feel like for as as big as they play up what his role in that show is, we don't ever really get to see that in the movie. You kind of do. You only you see glimpses. You see for a moment when he comes out in the leopard outfit and the Liza Minnelli wig, and you know he makes you know some drag queen jokes and starts to sing. And that's the one thing you do notice he does actually sing, whereas mm-hmm. the other drag performers are all lip syncing, which right. is what they traditionally do. Right. But that's pretty much the end of it. You don't see him on stage again for the entire movie. The most performance in terms of drag performance you see him is when he pretends to be Val's mother, uh, and and uh, Gene Hackman buys it hook, line, uh, and sinker, which he would in real life, <laughs> wouldn't he? The thing I love is that he's he's the co-founder of the Coalition for Moral Order, yeah. and his Republican co-founder <laughs> died in the bed of an underage black with hooker. his dick in a black hooker. <laughs> yeah, it's a good one. Underage, oh, and black. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> I don't fucking believe this. Yeah, <laughs> that that actually stands up now. That makes this movie still hold up. We touched on Memorial Day a second ago, and this this thought occurred to me. We we let out last week mocking Five Finger Death Punch, Bad Company. Mm-hmm. I only knew that that was Five Finger Death Punch because I had I had heard that horrible rendition enough times to where I was like, I wonder who that is, so that I can make fun of them on the podcast. Sure. And so when I looked it up and found it was Five Finger Death Punch, I clicked on the music video. The music video. And this is what I'm getting to. This ties into Memorial Day. And I'll, I'll go ahead and say what I'm going to say for Memorial Day. We are doing a disservice to our troops. Man, you got... This went from some gay <laughs> shit to some fashion. The music video, Five Finger Death Punch, 
is all night vision cam or security cam footage of them playing for the troops overseas in some sort of USO fashion. Okay. And I'm watching this, and then I'm also thinking about Three Doors Down and how they do this quite often. And I just, I can't help but think, like... We're not sending good good We can do better than Five Finger Death Punch (laughs) and Three Doors Down for our armed services. (laughs) Yeah, the um, days of the USO and Bob Hope are long gone. I mean, when you see the video footage, the men and women that are there that are, you know, on tour and serving, they're loving it because any escape is, a, is right. an escape for them from their environment. But I'm just like, the bass player's got a faux hawk. Yeah. It's just... So who would you send over there? I don't know. I, 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 suppose, I suppose what I would do if it was, if it was that simple as just like picking is... I don't know, list 20 bands and take a vote. You know, mm. like there's plenty of cliche bands you could throw out there. But I mean, if I'm if I'm in the military and I need to let loose and it's free concert night, I'd flip my shit for Slipknot. That's a good point. You know what I mean? And if I'm in the barracks and they're like, hey, uh, if I go crazy, would you still call me Superman? Round two, they're coming <laughs> back like, I'm good. <laughs> I'm just gonna. I'm gonna beat off once the tent's empty. We'll call it a night. More masturbation. Fifteen tying right back into fourteen. Well, I told you the modern military calls it a combat jack. I looked it up. I'm. I did a little bit of research, but uh, I, I think. Uh, yeah, we're, we're we can do better for our military. I do like how men and when women. I, I, when you said it originally, I was like, Jesus, we're going into some deep, dark territory. But I, I like what you're saying. I think, yeah, I think even Albert going yeah. from, from Birdcage would be a, a nice change. But I, I mean, it's sad when you have to preface it, anything's a release, right. but even let's, three let's, doors down. Right. Let's put a hypothetical on it. Neither of us chose to go that branch, yeah, that route. But if we had, if we were there... And you know they're going to send shit. And you know you're going to go. Yeah. <coughs> you know, they send a shit band, you know, like, fuck it. Let's just get drunk on whatever moonshine our aunt sent us via yeah. mail care package. Free concert tonight. Who is it? P.O.D. I'm there. Ugh, yeah. Fuck, fine, let's go. Yeah, but you wouldn't even say that, bitch. <laughs> whatever, I'm there. It wouldn't even be like the... <sighs> <sighs> Who's opening? Puddle of mud. Even better. Does, does our country hate us? Did you say Creed? <laughs> Is Scott Stapp it's not still Creed, around? It's, oh, it's all it's Alter Bridge. Ugh. Seven Dust? <laughs> Seven Actually, that would not be bad. Seven, Seven Dust would, Dust would be okay. Anyway, but I'm saying Soulfly. They're not even American. Hypothetically, <laughs> what would be like soldier on the ground in the forward operating base? You find out you get to go back, you know, to the rear line echelon. They're playing a concert. Who's it? Who is it? That would be out. Nine Inch Nails. Okay, Trent wouldn't do that. No, but But, okay, it is hypothetical. I've seen Nine Inch Nails. I mean, most impressive live show I've ever been to. Okay. Uh, If you want to go straight aggression, you know, because I mean, there is a hard rock element. Like send fucking Slayer over there. Oh, see that? I actually think that's good, but I honestly think Slayer would be bad. Well, yeah, they, because the, the troops might rage, <laughs> rage too hard. Because like, one of my buddies, 
He did multiple tours, and he always talks about <laughs> why is this platoon dragon ass? And <laughs> uh, they were all at Slayer last. But it night. wasn't even dragon ass. I think uh, I'm going to go the converse route. I'm going to say he always talks about he was in a lot. He was OAF one, OAF two. He was he was there from the from the beginning. Mm. Uh, by just for those who don't know, OAF OIF Operation Iraqi Freedom. Yes. <laughs> Uh, I'm sorry, the, the vagabond character yeah, makeup always makes me laugh. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, we got caught up here with a little bit of the birdcage. But anyways, he was in all the originals, OAF-1, OAF-2. And the the main thing he always says was OAF-1, which was 2004, 5-ish, mm. they went way too hard. Yeah. They took far too heavy-handed. Uh, I mean, literally just... they. It, I don't want to say take no prisoners, but there was like, shoot first, ask questions later. Yeah. There was no diplomacy. There was The rules of engagement were light. So my, what I'm saying is... Well, the towers he, were still fresh. Right. So and it was kind of like, but fuck, even, fuck he, all this of you. Guy, even, <laughs> even my friend was like, we, yeah. that was not the way to go. Yeah. Like, we went in there, and because later it became, we're trying to win hearts and minds. But the guys that had been there in 05 were like, are you sure? Because I was here <laughs> when... Hearts and minds were not... You're telling me I have to go back to that family <laughs> and offer them snacks? There's a good chance they're not going to let me anywhere near their home because I killed their dog in front of them. Yeah. Uh, but yes, so my fear is that if you put Slayer up there, you might take a, a beleaguered, tired, war-worn, yeah. you know, shell-shocked group of men. You put Slayer on stage, now they're ready to go fucking... Kill. Well, if the idea is to give them a release, get some rage out, Slayer is a Slayer's a great band to send there. That's true. Send. I mean, if if you want to go with something more radio friendly, send Metallica. Yeah. Don't send Three Doors Down. And Metallica would go. I feel like they would go. Metallica would totally go. Metallica yeah. has probably gone. They've probably gone. If yeah. we looked it up, we could we probably see that they've done a USO tour before. Who's like the worst? Uh, we've talked about bad ones, but like who would, who would go and just totally fucking bomb? Like, <laughs> like who would who would it, with the good intentions too? Who would be? Like, We're gonna go do a show for the troops, and they get over there, and the troops are like this was fucking terrible. Like who would it be? Blink One Eighty Two comes to mind. They would not. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. All the small things doesn't work. Lincoln Park. What's that guy died? Right. Yeah, they couldn't go now. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. He, you know what happened? He listened to too much Linkin Park. He did. <laughs> I gotta tell you, one of the you, you mentioned the the best concerts you ever heard. Mine's a weird one. People ask me this all the time. Like, what's the, I've been to many many concerts, and like, what's your favorite concert? And I always tell them it's a weird one. They're never ready for it. Mm. But it was it was a music midtown mm. about two thousand six ish, two thousand seven ish. Yeah. Um, let me give you the whole story here. This girl that I was, I'll call it air quotes dating. This at isn't the, time. the big bushed girl from the. No, no, music no, no. Mid-town. That was early music. That was Nickelback music. My Midtown. mother, by the way, loved that story. I'm sure she did. <laughs> uh, different. Uh, that's gross. Uh, anyways, uh, several years later, I was dating a different girl without. without uh, I, I don't even know why I looked back. That Lee was over my shoulder. Mm. Sands Bush. Oh, good. We'll leave it there. Good. But uh, you went we, the other way. We went the other way. Scorched earth, like, really. Hey, uh, um, no, like, like Germany forty-five, <laughs> like scorched earth. Uh, Lisa, I'd like to take you to Music Midtown. 
before we go though, I'm gonna need to. I'm gonna need you to Porky Pig it real quick. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's a thing. Like I, I had a really bad experience three years ago. <laughs> uh, so just drop trow real quick. Let me just. Oh, you're Cuban. This yeah, you look great. Uh, that was that. Um, but she had won a settlement from a car accident, uh, pretty severe. Yeah. I think she won like three hundred. You've th- told me about this. Three hundred. Th- no, there's, this is two different women. Oh. Yeah, that's I've I, I seem to be that's lucky twice enough. She dropped the ball. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I got lucky enough to bump into two women that got large settlements. I didn't mean to. Yeah. I wasn't seeking it out. But this particular girl had had won like three hundred thousand in a settlement. Took mm-hmm. her whole family to Disney World. Spent a lot of money. Uh, but Music Midtown came up and she's like, "Listen, I'm taking everybody. We're all going." I was like, "Cool." I had to work at the. I actually had to work that Saturday, but we were going to go Friday night. And I was like, "No problem. I'll get up early and go to work." Didn't realize the repercussions that was going to. God bless America. <laughs> but anyways, she rented out. I still know. I passed the hotel once a week because I work downtown now. Back then, going downtown was still like a uh, a treat. Yeah. I didn't get down there all the time. So when you're down there, you're like, oh, man, I'm in downtown Atlanta. But anyways, at the time, it was called a Super 8. Now it's, like, privately owned, and it's called, like, the Convenience 8. It's not even a chain. But back then, it was a Super 8. We'll leave the light on for you. Yep. She got two rooms, and when we got there, this is no joke, when we got there, we all, we, when we kind of just, no one had any sign thing. We just went into the rooms. We split up. There was two big-ass beds, so there was, like, Eight, ten people. We were all just going to sleep on floors or in bed in one of these gigantic yeah. beds. Yeah. But when we got there, she had already been there and had taken. She'd gone into both of the big bathtubs and just filled it with ice. Mm. And inside the bathtubs were, I just name it, <laughs> champagne, tequila, vodka, scotch, rum, beers, and it was just the whole tub. Yeah. Was a big cooler. So and you know it's like, this is awesome. Our our settlement friend is treating us to yes. lots of beverages. And paid for the hotel rooms. And paid for the tickets. But we also can't shower now. Right. <laughs> right. And that's very true. But no one was thinking about that. Because when you look at a tub full of booze that's yeah. free, yeah. you're holding your ticket, which was free. Yeah. The hotel room was free. You're saying, I can forgo a shower. I would still, in the back of my mind, be thinking, like, Music Midtown's kind of a funky it is, no, I, it, and it is. But you, the you only, work up a good frost. So I, I'll be honest. I didn't even know who was playing that night. Didn't care. Mm. But when we got there, I saw two of the acts, and I was like, "Wait a minute, that says the Doors." And I was like, "That's not the Doors." So like, who is that? Because he's dead. Because he died long ago <laughs> in Paris in yeah. a bathtub. Coincidentally, yeah. not well, also filled with booze. <laughs> uh, Out of the bottle. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, I saw the doors, and I looked down. I was like, holy shit, big boy. Outcast. Okay. Not outcast, just big boy. Big boy, yeah. And I was like, well, fucking A. I'm fine. I'll go watch the doors, whatever this is. I'm not sure what this is, mm. but I'll go watch that. And I'll go see big boy. So we go to see the doors, hammer drunk. It was all of the original band. Manzarek, the guy on the on the organ. can't remember his name. He was like one of the co-founders. And somebody else. And the lead singer, the guy they had brought in to be Jim Morrison. Val Kilmer. No, that would have been amazing. <laughs> but it was the lead singer of The Clash? Joe Strummer. It was either The Clash or The Cure. It's one of the C's. I can't remember. That's Robert Smith. Can't remember. It's one I of those would, two. I would lean I would lean Clash because 
Smith's or did you say Smith's or I don't know the name. I'm just telling you it was either Clash or Cure. Can't oh, remember. you said Cure. Yeah, the Cure's way too gothy and emo. And okay, then it was probably the Clash. He's got a more yeah, it's probably Joe Strummer. That but sounds I, right. But he also died. When? Around that time, so that might have been his near last the end. show. Yeah. Well, I don't know who it was, but it was one. It was this was a lead singer they had brought in from another big band. Yeah. And I, I believe it was the Clash. Okay. Well, I could I could believe and the Joe only thing. Strummer. The only thing he did was he wore tight leather pants and put on the aviators. Nice. So I thought when he walked out on stage, this was kind of like okay. So they're trying to capture the look, mm-hmm. but whenever this guy started singing, yeah. It turned into the greatest hour of music I've ever seen. Because I'm a Doors fanatic. Yeah. Like yeah. When I went to Paris, one of the things I was... I had a, a few things I had to see, and one of them was Morrison's Gravesite. Isn't it covered in bubblegum? It's... They've cleaned it up. It's not okay. bubblegum. It was more um, graffiti. Okay. Now they don't let you get to it. They barricade it. You can... Yeah. You can. I mean, it's like five feet away, but they don't let people get up on it Like, that's enough graffiti. We're going to preserve the <coughs> stone yeah. and the graffiti. Right. Um... <laughs> But De- Perla Chase had to get there to see Jim Morrison. And it was yeah. funny because when you're in that beautiful cemetery in Paris, everyone's kind of looking for this. It's a tough one to navigate. Mm. But you can look around. Like, yep, they're trying to find the same thing. You don't have to look for long. But yep, yep, yeah. yep, yep. Follow them. They're doing the same thing. But they started singing this Doors. And they, and they played like the original 14-minute rendition of Light My Fire. This was not them trying to like pander to those quote-unquote Doors fans. This was the yeah. real deal. And it was amazing. I turned to my friend Brian, who to this day is a musician and sings in a Journey cover band. I was like, dude, this is fucking nuts. And he's like, this is incredible. Mm. And and we just had the time of our life. We were smoking joints. I rolled up a blunt, and this old guy, like 75 years old, was like, what is that? <laughs> and he looked, I was like, it's a blunt. He's like, no, I didn't answer his question. He's, yeah. like, <laughs> he's like, no, it's just, it's just dope, man, but it's wrapped in a cigar wrapping. He's like, oh, can I try that? <laughs> and I was like, yeah, of course you can, because we're at a concert. I passed yeah. it to him. Never saw it again, coincidentally, because yeah, well, it got passed down a million rows. As you do. But, but he got it, and he was, <laughs> he was oh, coughed real big. He said, that's incredible. And why I didn't feel sad about losing the blunt to the crowd after that was yeah. that he turned around and opened up a bag of, like, 30 joints. <laughs> and it was just us, all three, all the rest of that hour and a half, just smoking joint after joint after joint. It was one of the best shows I've ever seen. And then we went and saw Big Boy. And then the rain poured and we got flooded and went back. And everybody got a cold. Mm. Worst cold of my life. Because we got soaked. Well, and your lungs were weakened. Yeah. From... <laughs> but, yeah, I know. But the, the whole wider point of this long-winded story was that when people ask me, what's the best show you ever seen? I say, I say The Doors. Even yeah. though it's not. Yeah. It was a few original band members. The Doors and Joe Summer. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. it was... Absolutely incredible, and the whether it was Clash or Cure, the guy nailed it. I mean, he sounded like Jim. Was he looked slim? Like Jim. Yes, it sounded like it could Jim. Could not have been the Cure. Looked like Jim. He was fantastic. Robert Smith from the Cure looks like it's just a C word. I, I couldn't tell if it was Cure or Clash. I, they they said it later, but I didn't, I didn't mm. know. It's worth googling. Yeah, I just I really between those two, I lean Joe, Joe Strummer just based on vocals and physical appearance. I can't imagine they got Robert Smith to come do it. I, again, I, I could be way wrong. I'm just telling you it was a C word. It yeah. was <laughs> crash or cure. I, I, I don't know. Sure. I thought of a band that would really kind of blow at the USO. Let's hear it. Matchbox 20. Rob <laughs> Thomas. I like the guy. <laughs> I like Rob Thomas. Also, 
jars of clay. Now you're banging on the Christian. <laughs> well, DC just, talk. <laughs> they came to mind as well. They, they would probably kill it. Uh, I, uh, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know. Like, so they got the they got the they got the forty days to swim in. What would people days. say if they hear that I'm a Jesus freak? I know you remember that song. Jesus freak was like their top forty album. I. I really distanced myself from that music. Even when I was in the youth group, I was still listening to Metallica and Corn and anything else like that. Corn. Corn. They would probably not do a great job at, at USO. Are they still around? They are. Wow. They, they still are around, and they still do the same thing that they always do. Speaking did. of which, I saw a Vice album or album Vice article last night. Mm-hmm. Nickelback has sold fifty million. Records worldwide, they still sell out shows. They prob- every tour they probably have done or will do a USO tour. Yeah, I'd go if I was in the desert <laughs> and they're like, "What's on tonight?" And I'm like, "I don't know." I'm like, I heard it's Nickelback. You'd probably be like, "Fuck!" All right, I'm going. <laughs> That's how bad it is, you know. Yeah, yeah. When you're in that suck, you're like, "All right, <laughs> Nickelback, okay." What's what about next weekend? Oh, it's really good. It's Florida Georgia Line. <laughs> I, God damn it! Oh God! <laughs> uh, what did we sign up for? <laughs> They're really not doing us any favors. Can we just go out into the desert and put our lives at risk instead? <laughs> I'd rather do that. <laughs> who's coming? Who's coming next month? <laughs> oh God! Don't even tell me. Some forty-one. They're, they're still together. With Avril Lavigne. That's going to be weird because Nickelback was just here and she's done both those guys. <laughs> I don't know how I know all that. But. <laughs> oh. I, oh, back to Birdcage. <laughs> That's, we missed the gum line. I love that line. <laughs> He's chewing gum. It helps me think. You're wasting your gum. <laughs> I miss Robin Williams, man. I do too. We talked about that on another episode. It'll be too much of a downer to really dwell on, but he's he's so good. But yeah, everything he wears in this movie is just big and billowy and looks it's like very it's very Miami though. Looks like it's made out of silk like nobody Nobody has ever looked more comfortable than Robin Williams in the birdcage. I can agree with that cuz I love the flow. He's wearing like smoking slippers in that scene when he's drinking white wine with Val on the porch by the pool like Nobody is more leisurely than Robin Williams in this. In the beginning of the movie, he's wearing like a, a like a fancy bathrobe that's only like waist long and and belts instead of buttons like a sport coat. But it is very Miami. Well, Everything he's wearing is Miami. Perhaps, perhaps for this era, I don't know if it still would be. I have a feeling Miami looks more like the Jersey Shore now. I don't think that's true. With fist pumping and no white sunglasses. Miami is still Miami. You can't Jersey. You can't make that compare. The Jersey Shore is trash. Miami is still Miami. You can go down there. You're going to find the Spanish influence, the gay influence, the Jewish influence. You're going to find it all. I've never been to Miami. Well, it's on my list of places I'd like to go. I just always can't help but wonder how how hot is it going to be. Well, you can go ahead and assure that it's going to be hot, which yeah. doesn't fit us. And I mean. You and I grew up going to the Gulf. I have always thought that the Gulf Coast beaches are far superior to the East Coast beaches. Okay. As far as you know, as far as the state of Florida goes, I think the Eastern Coast is just ugly, rocky, gray sand, no good. Gulf is nice. Miami's right there on the 
tip of the dingling. Mm-hmm. What's the beach look like in Miami? It's you know I don't know. <laughs> I was under the impression you had been. I I I've been to Miami. I didn't go to the beach. Okay. Um. Yeah, I I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't have anything to add to the dingling, the dingling sandy beaches. I guess I agree with you to a point because having not, I don't think. I've, Every beach Part I've of me ever... thinks I've been to Daytona, which is on the eastern side, right? Yeah, I think so. Every beach I've ever been to on the east coast, going all the way up to Virginia Beach, is just kind of underwhelming. Hmm. They're not nearly as nice looking. Like, all the beaches in South Carolina, they're gray and dreary. Myrtle Beach is okay. It's not, it, doesn't, it doesn't touch a perfect day in Panama City or Destin or Pensacola. I think you just have this love affair of Panama City based on like this preserved It's not past. even Panama City. The last few years we've gone to the beach, we've gone to like a really isolated part of Destin. Have you been to Sarasota? No, where is that? Like, uh, um, sorry, I'm having a brain fart. Bradenton, Tampa, Sarasota, Clearwater. I've been to St. Pete, which is down near. Very close. Yeah, and that looked very much like the parts of Destin we all, got All to. I knew was that I had a friend down there. I went down White there. White sand beaches. It's insane. Because, like, my thing about, I don't really care. I, uh, that's what I was saying about gray. I don't the care South about... The South Carolina beaches a, are gray, compacted no, sand. You don't have white sand the beaches. The thing you have to mo- know about me, and Leah well knows, I don't... When it comes for summer vacations to the beach, whether it's two weeks or whatever, I'm not a huge beach guy. Mm. I don't care to sit out all day getting roasted and going into the water. I don't suntan. I don't do any of that. Yeah. I'll go out for two hours, Yeah. come back in, go into the AC. For me, a summer vacation... Is different. Some people go to the beach all day. That's all they do. That's what I do. Yeah, and I know that. For like, that's all day at the beach. For me, I'm like, I'll see you out there at about 11. Hang out 11 <laughs> to 1, maybe 2, have some lunch. Come back up after that. Yeah. Probably going to take a nap. Probably going to watch a movie. So I could nap on the beach. Can't do it. Too hot. Not my thing. Under the umbrella. That's not cool. I never leave the umbrella. And I don't prioritize movies at the beach because I can watch a movie anywhere. I can't listen to the hey, ocean. I'm not making any... I'm not saying <laughs> one's better than the other. This is just my vacation. Yeah. Right? Well, yeah, you do you. But I, that was always the thing my dad used to yell at us when we would like go up and watch movies all day. He's like, you can do this anywhere. Yeah. There's only one Gulf Coast that you can go enjoy. And I'm sure in his mind, too, he's thinking, I'm paying a fortune for us to be here. <laughs> and you're up here watching goddamn Nickelodeon. <laughs> Go to the beach that we're paying to be at. <laughs> and as an adult, I get that aspect of it now. And I also know the, the joys of drinking like 15 beers between 10.30 a.m. and Oh, no. 4 no, listen. I know that I'm not in the right on this. I know that people treat <laughs> the beach better than I do. It's just not what I enjoy. Yeah. Uh, I like the beach in small spurts. Yeah. I'll play a few games on the beach. I might, I mean, on a crazy day, I might be at the beach for five hours at best. Yeah. It's just not my thing. Have you ever caught like a great buzz and then just stayed out there all day? Yeah, of course I have. Yeah. If you catch a great buzz, you don't know what the, you, the buzz 
takes precedent at that well, point. See, you follow the buzz. That's kind of how my family structures the beach. We just make sure that we catch that great buzz early and often, and then you never really yeah. feel... I'll tell you. That's the thing you don't get as a kid. You're like, can we go to the pool? Can we go do something? And it's like, no, guys, we're good. And you don't get it as a kid. It's like when you're at a restaurant and you've been done eating and your parents are still sitting there. It's like, oh, my God, can we go home? You don't get it. And what you don't realize until you're an adult is... They're drunk. Trying. Yeah. We need water. They've been drinking. You will die if we leave now. This one has half a beer to finish. This one's drinking some water. <laughs> They're hammered on the beach and have no responsibility. You've been fed. <laughs> we brought lunch down. No one's eager to go anywhere because yeah. we're getting we're drinking. Yeah. I will say we went to, uh, well, two things. Sarasota, you must go. Because when they say the White Sands, I met my friends there. I drove all the way down from here. They were like, it was one of those weird things where you're driving down to meet your friends and stay in Florida for a few weeks. And yeah. they're like, we're at the beach. I'm like, should I meet you at the apartment? They're like, no, just come to the beach. I get down there, no parking, drive yeah. around for an hour, <laughs> circling this lot, circling. Yeah. And there's people coming out. I'm like, are, you do the whole, are, are you leaving? Are, are you leaving? And they're like, no. And they're so happy yeah. to tell you. Oh, no. well, I'll like, go fuck myself then. Yeah. <laughs> they're just, it's just like, just say no. Like, yeah. you'd be like, no. But they're like, yeah, <laughs> no, 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 no. I just left everything in my car. <laughs> Keep circling, just, dick. Yeah, yeah, just go ahead, dickhead. <laughs> so I'm circling for an hour. Finally, they come out. They're like, what's going on? I'm like, y'all tell me. I can't. There's no fucking parking here. Right when they walk out, parking opens up. Mm-hmm. One guy leaves. Zoom in there. Walk what are you talking out. about? There's a spot right there. Yeah, it was fucking lame. So we walk out in this beach. And... It's this glorious white sand, and it was probably 101 degrees. It was so hot that if day. If it's near Tampa, it's probably exactly like the beach I went to at St. Pete. But listen, the sand did not get hot. Yeah. It was the most amazing thing. You could walk barefoot and be like, huh, this is not even <laughs> barely lukewarm. And they're like, yeah, this is what they're famous for, this white sand that doesn't absorb heat. You're like data from Star Trek trying to process information. Yeah, it didn't make like, any sense. I don't get this. But the last time we went on a family, this is for our super fan, Emily. The last time we went on a family vacation, we went down to the 30A stretch, uh, your part, yeah. Gulf Coast. We went down to the blue, blue, what is it, blue something, I don't know, can't remember. But it was on the 30A stretch, beautiful piece of beach down near uh, Grayton, Brighton Beach and uh, where they filmed uh, Jim Carrey's movie. The Majestic. No, Truman Show. Seaside. Sure. You've seen Truman. I've seen. Well, that was, we were right there. Blue, Blue Mountain Beach is where okay. we were at. And uh, they, you know, my, my folks are all beachers. They're like you. They go down and it's an all day thing. Yeah. And we went down there and uh, I remember they got up and, Went to Publix, Emily and Jeff, future uh, brother-in-law, they bought, like, I think 18-pack of beer. Mm-hmm. Okay? Mm-hmm. By 2 o'clock, gone. Yeah. They call up. They call me because I know I'm up enjoying the AC. Yeah. Can you run up Publix? It's not what they sounded like. <laughs> hey. Hey, you know, Listen, can you? It wasn't like they were all the way there. They were just, hey, hey, hey. Hey, can you ain't Kat Von D? Go get us more beer. <laughs> Kat Von D. <laughs> they just say, can you and Lena take the Jeep? Uh, are you, one, they asked, are you sober? I was like, of course I am. Um, <laughs> I've only had four scotches. I'm fine. <laughs> uh, can, they, can you go up and get us some, uh, some more beer? And I was like, well, yeah, what do you need? They're like, give us a 36er. Yeah. I don't remember what it was. Coors Light, Corona Light, don't remember. Yeah. But the long and story short is those two people, Jeff and Emily, drank more beer in a day <laughs> than I would drink 
in six months. Yeah. They drank like 40 beers. Yeah, no. Between that, the two of them? 18 packs, if, especially if you're buying domestic light beer, that's, that's not enough. When my folks go to the beach, I'll watch my dad get like five to six, 24 or maybe 36 count Miller Light Corona <laughs> combos. And like those, like one gets the fridge, two go in a cooler full of ice, and the others are at the ready to be made cold once we run out. And that's just for the first couple of days. <laughs> Like you eventually like, oh, we gotta go get more beer. It's like, how how could how could we possibly drink so much beer? Like when we the, there was a time when Kristen and I went before the girls, I think, and I had gone around and bought uh, a case worth of Tropicalia because I knew I wasn't gonna find that in Florida. And so that's a what's the case worth? 20, twenty four. Twenty four. And then I had bought twelve Athenas and twelve Westbrook goes. So, you know, we got 48 beers for seven days, and I'll never forget, like, the day, like, second to last day, it's like, shit, we're going to have to go buy some Miller Lite. We drink all the good beer. <laughs> so, yeah, it happens. You got you to gotta stock up. On the uh, beer note, I'm going to hit pause and refresh my rum beverage. Sure, and I have a, a question for your wife when we get back. Okay. And we're back with fresh rum drinks. Refilled waters here on WFUCK. The Bear! 97.5. We already mentioned they got an upcoming USO tour. Here's POD. <laughs> we are, we are. The youth of a nation. <laughs> Guys, I really want to do a new song where I don't have to sing a lot. We can just get kids to do it for me. And we'll tie it, since they're kids, we'll call it Youth of the Nation. And I'll just kind of hang out in the background and swing my dreads around. Wasn't P.O.D., didn't they start out as a Christian rock band? Yeah, kind of like that band with the girl, uh, Everclear, no, Ever... Evanescence. 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 Yeah. Okay. Oh, can you see that one? That's what the song sounds like. can't break out! Yeah, they kind of, they, what they did, you know, Save me from myself. They, they took a rather clever approach and sort of disguised themselves as a Christian rock band so that they could break into something a little easier. Because mm-hmm. I think back then, and maybe even still to this day, it's a little bit easier to catch, catch a little uh, heat on the Christian circuit. Oh, yeah. And then once they were on the radio, they're like, yeah, yeah, that was all bullshit. We just... <laughs> We needed somehow, we needed some sales to get here. <laughs> Thanks, Jesus. <laughs> yeah, so no, it's, and I, uh, I think, I, th- I think, I, now I've already forgotten it, but I, a puddle of mud song came to me on the way over here, but I just, well, let's hear it. I just forgot it. Oh, well, we were just laughing. Oh, I think, I think it's, I think, uh, that, can you take it all away? Can you shell it in yeah, my face? <laughs> Despite the games you play. Yeah. God bless. I'm so sad I know that many lyrics. <laughs> that guy's like, hey, man, you know what my look's going to be? I'm going to wear a backwards black baseball hat all the time. All the time. That's my look. Got smack. With long blonde hair and cargo shorts. <laughs> and I'm an adult man. <laughs> Sorry, we're back to watching the birdcage, and there's Hank Azaria giving it all up, wearing a thong and that's not, cleaning that's the pool. That's a full-on G-string. That's a G-string. 
That's what your dad would call a tea back right there. <laughs> Speaking of beaches, uh, you know, not that we, since we're talking about the birdcage and the beach in Miami, one of my favorite memories, and it, until Alzheimer's takes it from me, is hmm. me and your dad and you, oh, me and you and your dad, and he would always make us lean out the window of his red Jeep, yep. Panama City, and, and, and he would feed us lines to yell at all those trashy Panama City whores while we were dangling out the window of his yeah. Jeep. At like, you know, four and six years old. Hey, babe, want to party? <laughs> that, was, that was the number one. Hey, babe, want to party was the main go-to. Mm-hmm. And I think you're the one that famously yelled, I'll be related to you in the morning. Yeah. Well, it wasn't something I came <laughs> up with. That was, again, a, a, a Uncle Hoyt-fed line. Well, I think it was, whatever he fed you was not, I'll be related to you in the morning, but that's how you that's how I you, you translated it. it. You fil- sure. It worked. <laughs> and I'll tell you, if we were pulling a lot of poon for four- and six-year-olds, they, they loved us. Yeah, they'd run up to the car. Banks did the same thing when he was a kid. He took it a step further, though, and just started yelling things like, show me your boobs! Yeah. <laughs> that's him. Never. I don't think it ever worked. I could be wrong. He still does that. <laughs> it just ends up in punches to the face. <laughs> you know? It's not so cute when you're 23. Right? I, you, know, you never know. You never know. Super We'd have fan. to get him on the phone and find out what mm-hmm. his, what his uh, record well, is. Well, I'd call him, but he's probably only into episode 8 <laughs> at this point. Old uh, hashtag super, super fan Banks is not quite the super fan. Well, that was true a few episodes ago. I haven't asked him lately. He might be caught up. I mean, we could call him. Let's see what episodes he's at. Yeah, if you want. I mean, we are we're gonna wrap this one up relatively soon. We're gonna try and keep since we're doing two parters. We're gonna try and keep them around an hour ish, unless we just really catch fire and get going. This one's been kind of a sleepy one. I don't know, but that's why not okay. have his number? I do this all the time. There we go. We're gonna like- call Superfan hashtag Superfan Banks. I like Nathan Lane's golden hat. I like Nathan Lane anything. Oh, he's great in The Producers mm-hmm. with Matthew Broderick. I'm, I'm, I'm almost nervous that we're not going to get him. Oh. This Hoyt, what's happening? Hey! Hey! <laughs> Am I live on the podcast? You are live on WFUCK! <laughs> I think Banks grabbed my phone by mistake. And you have his? So you have his? Yeah, we've been calling each other all night. I can't find him. Where's he at? Where y'all at? We're at Marlowe's. Oh, old Marlowe's Tavern, huh? Having a beer and, and some chips. <laughs> a little queso? No, the kettle chips that they have. I don't know Marlowe's. I don't, I don't know no. that. It's like kettle you chips. You need to go sometime. Fresh topping. There's a Marlowe's cheese. near me, but I don't ever go. I should go. Marlowe's isn't bad. Well, this is throwing us off. I can admit this is, uh, we, were, we were ready to shit on Superfan Banks for probably only being through episode nine. <laughs> And uh, now you're, you're probably more caught up than he is. Uh, I actually started 14 today. I'm about halfway through. I got through the Indiana Jones and a lot of masturbation behind the bush. <laughs> well, while we got you here, we actually were just talking about here live on uh, episode 15 about the glory days when you would feed us lines while we dangled outside your Jeep in Panama City Beach. Yeah, what was the line that Austin turned into, I'll be related to you in the morning? <laughs> oh, my God, I'd have to think about that. Um, let's see here. It was... Uh, oh, I, I, I'm, I'm drawing a blank. I don't know. Um, 
Well, we had a few classics. We had uh, Hey Babe, Want a Party. That was my... Yeah, that was one. That was, the, that was the number one. That was yeah. the one seed. Outside of that, I remember saying you'll be related to me in the morning, but I don't remember what the feeder line was that I screwed it up. Yeah, it was not that. It was something else. <laughs> was there ever another vehicle you, we were dangling out of, or was it always the Jeep? Um, yeah, I'm sure there was a few in there. The, uh, the Jeep was probably the most memorable one, but... Uh, Pickup truck? Yeah, there was a truck or, yeah, the or, truck. A, or right. a Tahoe or something. Yeah. Good times. Good times. <laughs> Panama City Beach, man. The last time I remember going was when Banks got a... Baby Banks, before he was asking girls to show their tits. Uh... <laughs> He he was uh he got a, a balloon dropped on him. Yes. I believe it had shaving cream shaving in it. Shaving cream balloon. Yeah, that was at the summit. The summit. I remember that one. Yeah, that was the trip where there was doo doo in the pool and a chalk outline from a dead body. Wait a minute, there was doo doo in the pool? It was either the pool or the or in the ocean. I can't remember, but I remember everybody running up because there was a turd. All right. So the summit had it all. We had doo doo. We had shave balloons. That was also the year of your dad and mine uh, yelling at the uh, security. That's right. That's right. Oh, my old man and Uncle Hoyt went down and fake yelled at the security guards. Anywho, well, if you find if you find Superfan Banks, <laughs> I'll let him know you called. Yes, okay. please do, Uncle Hoyt. Thank you for picking up, and uh, we'll talk to you later. Actually, he is just walking into Marlowe's right now. Hey! Hey, hang on one second. Here he is. <laughs> what's up? What's up? Super, uh, nice intro there, Superfan Banks. What uh, what episode of the show are you on? Uh, 13. But, hey, I, I have one question right now. He's kind of um, enough. I, how bad can I be OP in this new porn parody? Oh, he wants to be OP, like, big time. Well, you, you mentioned that, but what's the question? What's your question? Hey. If I can be OP. Yes, you can. Well, you can. Um, how how far are you willing to commit to character? <laughs> you got um, you Well, if I'm not touching Barney's wing or anything like that. If that's what you want. There is a, I'm just going to be honest. There is a gay OP scene. Just, uh, <laughs> if you're willing to commit, then uh, we can talk. I thought you were going to tell me to shave his beard. I didn't know he was going to have to. Will you dye your hair red? It's in black and white. No, no. We do a color version for the porno. <laughs> Oh, I agreed to do black do and do, white. Are we doing black and white? Yes. Even if it's black and white, are you willing to dye your hair red? Yes. All right. All right. Yeah, you're in. All right. <laughs> All right. You're casted. We'll sneak the gay stuff in later. I'll admit, we called because we were going to throw shade at you because we figured you would definitely not be nearly caught up. But, uh, no, I am, I'm close. I just started all my, my classes and stuff, so I haven't been able to catch up. Plus, I can't even fucking drive anymore, and that's when I listen to it the most, so fuck. <laughs> well, uh, well, okay. That's a, a whole other podcast. Um, well, thank you, uh, Superfan Banks. You've definitely been cast as the role as Opie. Yeah, you got Opie, that's for sure. We'll, we'll figure out the gay sex scene on a different time period, and uh, we'll go from there. <laughs> All right, it sounds good. Y'all have a good time. Oh, uh, wait, wait. Wait? Hey, I just figured it out. Oh, good. Good, we're back. You see, when you put me on the spot like that, you know, and the pressure's on, the mind goes blank. But when you can step back and, and take a breath, you figure shit out. It was, I'll respect you in the morning. <laughs> and I turned it in, we'll be related. You turned it into, I'll be related to you in the morning. <laughs> both are words. They, 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 they both work. 
for being honest. Yeah, yeah, they both work. They yeah. both work. Especially for a four-year-old hanging out of a Jeep with a half-drunk uncle. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Well, thank you for picking up. We love you both. We'll talk to you soon. All right. Y'all have fun. All right. Bye-bye. Well, that was... He said uh, half drunk. Yeah, by that point... That was I, drunk. It's full drunk. That was like... I, I always... When you look back in retrospect now... Yeah. You realize that any time we were driving to the Miracle Strip, it's a, it's a miracle that we got there. <laughs> I've been that adult when they're like... Like, it's been a full day of, of beach drinking and they're like... Uh, Brent, you go get us food. We're not going to go out tonight. Like, just go to the Zaxby's and, and just get a bunch of stuff. I'm like, okay. <laughs> you know, fortunately, the fastest you can go on any of the major roads in Panama City Beach is four miles an hour. Yeah. So you, you've got, you're safe in that sense. You're just mm-hmm. kind of rolling places. No, that's very true. In fact, <laughs> one of the fun, I, it never equated to the amount of fun we had with our family groups. Yeah. Uh, which is one thing, actually, not to be too sentimental or to take this down emotional road, but this is one thing, now that I and my and we're having children and you yeah. all have children, I would love to replicate this we need to, between families. We, and not, we need to get you into a, more of a beach, a beach mind. I would do it. If we can get you into what I'm saying loving is, the beach yes, the way yes, yes, we yes, do yes. the beach. What does Leah do with the beach? Does she, would she all sit day. out all day? All so day. We just got to get you on board. And then we no, can. And I would. If, if you. We can do another This Hickman reminds Martin me that beach. I do have questions for Kristen that are going to be coming up beach related. Okay. This is a beach episode, apparently. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, <laughs> uh, he said it. He said it. But uh, yeah, no, I definitely want to kind of capture that magic between our two little family groups. But. Having said that, one of the fun times... We'll go I, to the summit. <laughs> one of the uh, fun times I had down there, yeah. I went with a... Uh, well, you, you look back on it now and you're like, what the fuck? But we went for a uh, a youth group beach trip to did, Panama City. I did one of those. And what's funny about that is when you've been there with the Hickmans and the Martins... You know that can't be replicated yeah. with a youth group. There's no hey babe want a party Mm-mm. at the youth group. No, but there were some fun people, and we were doing. We were trying. We were on the main strip. No one's moving. Traffic's heavy, and we were trying to turn left into the Miracle Strip right before they tore the place down, I believe. Yeah, and it was like every asshole. Even though there was nowhere they were going, everyone's moving at five miles an hour. Mm. No one was letting us in. They were not letting us turn left. We were in this big old van. 20 people in it. Yeah. No one's letting us turn left. Finally, one of these youth interns is like, I can handle this. He gets out, goes over, walks like 50 yards down to the right to where he saw some cones guarding a fucking, I don't know, manhole. <laughs> Picks up four cones. We're like, what is this guy doing? Walks back, walks right into traffic. The the oncoming traffic, which is only going five miles an hour, so he's yeah. not putting his life at much risk. Yeah. And lays down the cones. <laughs> And starts letting everybody turn. He just put his body and these cones out, and we were. It was just one of those moments. Brilliant like, move. Yes. <laughs> He's like, "Fuck you!" But we didn't say that because it was. It was. Yeah. A, it was a youth trip. Were you there sincerely, or were you the guy that's going on the youth group trip to try and pull tail? No, I wasn't old enough. I think I was probably like thirteen. I, okay. I, I, I had just talked about this recently too because I was dealing with a pretty severe case of bacne mm. at the time. Pretty self-conscious about it. And uh, I, I was probably 13 or 14, and I was that guy at the beach. With the shirt on. The shirt on. Yeah. Getting into the water. I could have used any myriad of excuses. I could have said, you know, my aunt and my grandfather had pretty severe sun cancer. 
And so, so sun cancer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> cancer of the cancer, sun. Cancer of the sun. Uh, so I choose not to. We've been drinking on this one. <laughs> well, it's not wrong. I got a bad case of sun cancer. <laughs> Where, what is, how, oh man. You have a son? S-U-N. Oh, okay. All right. I just like the, when you say, it's like Patton Oswalt, you say, if, if, if we're talking about cancer, it's cancer O, the sun. Yeah. Or if you have like a colon cancer, cancer O, the colon. Cancer O. It takes a little edge off if you just add that O apostrophe. Rather yeah. than I have cancer of the colon, I have cancer O, the colon. Yeah, the irony now, there is a little bit of sun and salt water might, I know, have, might have cleared is, you up. It just mirrors the conversation. I seriously had this conversation yesterday. It's just one of those weird things where it comes full circle. You tan your but back and hide all the red spots. Right. It, if I had taken that pasty white shirt off and the pasty white skin and just spent an hour by myself in a different part of the beach, mm. would have been fine. I, I took my uh, my high school best friend, still one of my closest friends today, who's the best man at my wedding, to the beach once. Very much like yourself, not a beach goer, very fair skinned guy. And but he was willing to go down to the beach. But this was when we were sixteen, so we were less interested in hanging on the beach and more interested in cruising. Mm-hmm. But there was a day we go down. My mom hands him some sunscreen, globs it into one hand, rubs his two hands together. Right hand, left shoulder, smear. Left hand, right shoulder, smear. Right hand, left side, across the belly, smear, and done. And I think he got a little bit on the back, too. All those spaces remained pristine and white. All of the spaces he missed turned (laughs) lobster red. And the best part was when he had thrown his left hand onto his shoulder blade and then pulled, it had left a finger shape. So when his back got burned, it had like the perfect outline of, of his fingers sure. that were still pale. It was, he actually set the trend of the, the little Playboy Bunny sunburn uh, tattoo that girls do. Somebody saw it and they're like, hey, I'm gonna do that with a fun shape. Nice. <laughs> well, that leads me to the question that I wanted to ask pre-break. Yeah. Was to Kristen, directly. And her obsession, I'll call it an obsession, with wanting to watch the remake of Baywatch. <laughs> Not the remake like of the show, but the movie okay, to be, starring The Rock. You've, you have spun this, you've, you've spun a bigger yarn. We wanted to watch a movie for date night. Uh-huh. Agreed on Baywatch to right. be that movie. Yes. It was not available to rent on any platform. Okay. So she bought it. And that doesn't... Well, no, actually, I'm the one that bought it. and we. But she... Uh, well, we debated for a minute. I said, well, let's watch this instead. No, we agreed on Baywatch. I, I, now I want to watch it because we had watched the trailer. I was like, it's got a little... The story. trailer sucked yeah. y'all in? Well, we had watched like five trailers. And I was like, there's plenty of movies we could go for. Phantom Thread was an option. It was all recently out movies. It's not an option. That's <laughs> not, no. No one's like... I like Daniel Day-Lewis. I do too, but no one says the, the Phantom Thread is going to be their movie night. So we're debating on a movie, and we have agreed that we want to watch something neither of us have seen before, which usually means we have to rent something relatively new. And after all debates were settled, I was like, fine, let's do Baywatch. Can't rent it. Fuck. All right, let's go back and argue again. She's like, no, we said Baywatch. Let's just do Baywatch. I was like, it's $12. And you bought it. And she's like, well, let's just buy it. If it sucks, oh, so what? The rentals are always six. It's like, if we end up liking it, well, you know. You know this is going to force me, now that I have your Voodoo account, to watch Baywatch. Well, why? Because I'll, I'll, I'll feel yeah. like you... 
It's the perfect uh, time no. for FaceTime. No, I know. It really is. <laughs> we might as well take this upstairs and just join their their FaceTime conversation. I'm telling you, we need to move to the basement. We, we probably will. It's coming. But my point is, now I'm going to be forced to watch. It's not. No, no. I'm going to be forced to watch it. Yeah. Not because I want to. Well, I because I know that you spent $12 on it. And, yeah. and for $12... Four more sets of eyes should watch that film. Well, here's the thing: when the when Baywatch was originally trailered, you know, everything The Rock is in is usually pretty good. I've never. It's I, a stretch, but continue. Well, name a bad rock movie, like a really bad one. San Andreas wasn't good. See, it's not good, but it's it's a decent it's a decent bad movie to go see on a date night. You'd go see it in the theater and go, ah, it wasn't great, but it's a date it's Cer- a date night movie. Certainly not a go to the theater movie. <laughs> If you paid, if well, you, if that, you, you're if getting you to my paid point. Twenty five dollars to see San Andreas. Yeah, I've got some oceanfront property in Arizona for you. <laughs> you're making my point now. My justification was: all right, we spend twelve dollars on Baywatch. That's less than we would have spent seeing it at the theater, and twice as much as we could rent it. Hold on, folks. Um, Austin is unaware that I have turned the record back on. We did hit pause unofficially, and he has gone upstairs to verbally attack his wife for FaceTiming on the pod. It's it's brutal. All right, here we go. All right, folks, we're back. Uh, just so everyone knows, Leah is still breathing. <laughs> I don't even know the context of that, and it's funny. Um, no, but anyways, we I said, you know, fuck it, let's just let's just buy it. And you know what? It's not great, but it's not terrible. And I'll watch it again. There's bouncy boobies in it. Let's Baywatch. So there's that. There's a lot of there's some funny dick humor. So it's kind of forced. Just just, just so I can understand a little bit more. Kristen never watched the television show. No, we did not set out to watch Baywatch the movie because we loved Baywatch the show. I liked the show. It just looked like it could potentially be funny. Zac Efron's been in some funny films. He's been, he's... As of late. Sure, sure. The Rock is an all-star. Sure. He's The Rock. I'll give it, I'll give it to you on San Andreas. He was great in Jumanji. Did you see the Jumanji with Kevin Hart? no. The girls loved it. It was a good... We actually took our small children... Have they seen the original Jumanji? No, and they'd probably, That's terrifying. Be, they'd probably be bored by it. The remake in the theater, big screen, they both thought was was pretty good. Okay. But The Rock is a good action star. He's funny. And there's some decent jokes in the movie. It's not his best. It's certainly not Zac Efron's best. But there's, you know, there's bouncy boobies in it. Just so we're here, we have Cold Cuts with us for the first time in two episodes. I think he's trying to find his bone... There it is. He got it up. He got it up. <laughs> He's just yakking on a bone. Did you not chew that right now? <laughs> hey, buddy, do me a favor. Go chew that upstairs on FaceTime. <laughs> <laughs> go make extra noise upstairs. Uh, no. Um, but that's well, just, I just had to know. Do me a favor. Click the thing that shows you where we're at in the birdcage. Because now might be a good time to go ahead and maybe wind down episode, uh, episode 15. Yeah. And we'll pick up episode uh, 16, second part of the Part birdcage. two of the birdcage, which we're not talking much about. <laughs> but we have talked about the beach, so that's a thing. We have talked about the beach. You know, sorry for making these short for our super fans that are used to a solid two hours a Tuesday. Uh, we're having to stretch these. My sister-in-law is getting married next week. It's going to make recording a little difficult. And rather than get a text from superfan Brian, <laughs> no pod today? 
and just assume, give you two short ones. He's a, he's so a short <laughs> fuse for disappointment, man. It's like, I'm not doing anything on Tuesday. I need my podcast. I need it. So no pod today. <laughs> it's like, like I think he waits till like eleven. But the funny thing is, he says that, but then he like, it's almost like he listens just like, oh, that's wrong. No, that part's wrong. You're not remembering this part right. <laughs> that's not who does the UG, the college football game day music. That's big and rich. And it's neither the Clash nor the Cure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Even though, even though he would have been you know, in high school and and wouldn't, I was like, no, no, no. I know who sang with the Doors that music went down. You've got it all. We love you. Super it's funny. Brown. My my dad took me to Music Midtown when I was uh, either just in high school or just about to be. And the only reason I wanted to go is because the Stone Temple Pilots were playing. Oh, yeah. And I, uh, you know, at that age, this was pre-death metal. I loved Stone Temple Pilots. Mm-hmm. And we get there and I bought, <laughs> I... You know, just, you know, I'm a, I'm a kid, so I'm not fully aware of symbolism. I am very aware of the band Rage Against the Machine. Oh, yeah. Not so aware of who Che Guevara was. Okay. But I bought the shirt anyways. Oh, nice. So you have a Che Guevara shirt? Somewhere, if I still have it. It was yeah. long sleeve, red. I just immediately, it, it had star, stars down the long sleeves. I just immediately thought, eh, it's a Rage shirt. It's not, but whatever. Yeah. Uh, I forget who all we saw. I know for a fact that we saw the band Flickerstick, that one that VH1 bands on the run, whatever show, the one that Harlow didn't win. And you know what? They were actually pretty good as far as live bands go. Uh, and we, we saw another band. What's a, uh, Georgia. Florida line. No, no. Georgia satellites played. Oh, which was kind of cool to see. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're all right. Um, and then. Stone STP's main stage, so we made our way over there, and it's butts to nuts. And Hoyt does not like a crowd. Yeah. And uh, but we we were gonna power through. Counting Crows comes out. Counting Crows played. They were solid. At some point, he's doing the time math and realizes Stone Temple Pilots they're not coming out till like midnight or later. Yeah. And he looked at me as like, I know I said we'd do Stone Temple Pilots, but I am not standing here for five more hours. Yeah. And I was like, ugh. And in my, in my mind, I'm thinking, Flicker Stick, Georgia Satellites, <laughs> Counting Crows. That's not, that's not what I came here for. <laughs> but he, you know, to make up for it, he said, listen, the next time they come to Atlanta, I'll buy you and your friends a ticket. I'll send you, I'll make up for it. But we're not staying here till two in the morning yeah. to watch this band. So we ultimately <clears throat> ended up leaving. He did keep his word. They came to Atlanta, played at uh, Lakewood Amphitheater with, uh, uh, I can't remember who they played with. Doesn't but it matter. It was awesome. STP is awesome. It was fantastic. Yeah. Great, great live show. <clears throat> so that's my music, Midtown. So that's the only time I ever went was that one year. So no, no, uh, no big hairy bushes. No, but we did see boobs. You know, girls on the shoulders. At Counting crows of all. Uh, anyone can see boobs, but you can't match my my pubic hair. No story. bushes. I did see a girl. You didn't see Nickelback. <clears throat> no, I okay. did see a girl pee on a tree. That's something. She just kind of you know porta potty lines are long, big tree. Yeah. Just posted up. Last thing I'll say, I, I won't say her name because it's actually funny because she just friended me on Facebook. We were we were in high school together in she middle school. She could be listening. <laughs> I doubt it. I hope uh, not, based on what I'm about to say. But uh, 
it wasn't Music Midtown. It was one of those other festivals that's kind of in the city. I can't remember which one it was. 420 Fest? Maybe. No, because that's relatively new, isn't it? <clears throat> they were doing that when I still lived in the city. That was five, six years ago. No, this would have been longer than that. It might have been Music Midtown. I really don't remember. Dogwood Festival? May, uh, this was a big one. It was like in Piedmont Park. It was well, a lot of big bands. That's probably Music Midtown. Yeah, but uh, I hadn't seen her in some years. This was probably like 2009. Okay. Okay. And uh, it's just coming back to me because literally she just reached out and friended me on Facebook. And I was like, hey, I haven't seen you in a long time. It could have been Big Day Out, although... I th- big Day... I think that's they, right. Big Day Out, the years I went, was always at Lakewood. And they would... It, yeah. They would build stages outside of the main stage for smaller bands. Like, I saw Fozzy play at a small stage. Yeah. But then I saw Tonic and Filter and Stone Sour play at the big one. Yeah. I don't, look, it doesn't really matter. The, old, the whole point of story, it was one of these big... That's where I saw Stunderbolt Pilots. It was Big Day Out. Nice. Those, all those... Tonic and Filter were their openers. It's, okay. like, it's like, wow, you just got all the 90s rock radio guys together for one big show. Love it. Well, don't know which one it was. No, it was a big one. Hundreds of thousands of people. Mm. Bumping into a bunch of people I went to high school with. This particular girl was one of them. She was, And I'll never forget it. She was wearing jean overalls. Not judging. <laughs> I, okay, I'm judging. <laughs> she was wearing jean overalls. And had she been wearing a choker, would it have been okay? I don't or? know. But she had a straw hat on, <laughs> like one of those big straw, like, uh, plantation-style hats. I don't know, like... Uh, like the ones that are popular at Coachella now. Yeah. So maybe she was ahead of her time on that. Yeah. But she was wearing... So she had jean overalls, boots, and a big straw hat, and... Uh, you know, we were like, everyone's kind of like, you say when you bump me, like, oh my God, I haven't seen you in seven years. And you didn't like that person seven years ago, but because you're you bumping pretend. into them now, you're like, oh my God, it's good to see you. And she gives you a big hug, whatever. Yeah. And everyone's drinking. We're passing back, you know, pint bottles or whatever. And I never forget it. She says, I, she she didn't know that uh, I heard it and my friend heard it. But <laughs> she turned to her friend and said, I really have to poop. <laughs> and uh, she goes to stand in the line. We were fairly close to the porter potties. There was probably a row of 40 of these motherfucking things. Yeah. And the lines were just... I felt for her because when she turned to her friend, it was not like one of those... Like, like right now, I kind of have to poop. <laughs> you know, it's not like an emergency. You and could. I'm, and I'm in my own... I could go right now and have a poop, but it's not like a big deal. Yeah. It's not, I'm not going to. You could sleep on it and have right. a big I, one in the yeah, morning. I could take a four-hour nap right now and have a very relaxing poop. Still a relaxing poop. Yeah. But when she said it to her friend, it was it was clear to me <laughs> this was not like a... I could hold this off poop. Yeah. This was like, I really have to poop. Like, there was like a, a pleading <laughs> in it. You know? And uh, I wore overalls... <laughs> Yeah, it was not good. And uh, there's no way to keep it from not touching the floor. I, I could tell <laughs> she had had quite a lot to drink. Mm. I won't call her sloppy. It's gonna be a runny poop. Yeah, I wouldn't call it. I wouldn't say she was a sloppy <laughs> drunk, but it was just you could tell she was beyond buzzed. This yeah. was not your beach buzz that we discussed earlier. This yeah. was a different animal altogether. And she uh, she went and stood in line, and I you know turned my mind off that and was having a good time and mm-hmm. doing whatever else. And I remember like 20 minutes later, it kind of hit me again. And they were like, where's, oh, I almost said her name. It's crazy. <laughs> they're like, where's so-and-so? And I was like, I, she's over there. And it's like, I looked at the line. I was like, she hadn't moved maybe 10 feet mm. in 20 minutes. Everybody has. She's probably one fourth the way <laughs> that, to the, yeah. to relief. And she comes running back to her friend, and she's like, I don't know what to do, I don't know what to do, I have to poop. And now it's, like, different. Because, like, whatever buzz she left the group with, now it's just intensified. Like, yeah. 
and the sun's out. I mean, it's all the things, you know? <laughs> I don't even have to poop. And they're like, just go behind the porter potties. Like, I don't know what friend told her that. That's what I, it's the first thing that popped in my mind. I was like, if you got to go. And you got to go. Alone, there was, it's just Piedmont, pick a, so just pick a and, wooded area and go yeah. have a shit. And I, that's what she landed on. But the problem was, in her predicament with overalls, yeah. she ran to those trees, got into the tree, started, and yeah. it happened. Yeah. This girl totally shat her. I mean, and it was so unfortunate because she was so drunk that she actually tried to, like, join <laughs> again. You know, like, she she shat herself, more or less. Yeah. I'm not going to give you much detail. Yeah. But she, I mean, essentially shat herself and then tried to play it off like she had sat in mud <laughs> and came back to the, and we were all like, Everybody just gives her this silent treatment. <laughs> Pretend she's not there. Like, guys, <laughs> you guys, why are you ignoring me? Because it's you're, not poop. It's mud. I swear. You're <laughs> covered in shit. Like it was not. It was just so bad. Yeah. And then, of course, what happens is when you're with friends, they try to do the friendly thing, which, like you said, is just kind of ignore yeah. the situation. But when you're not friends and you're standing in her vicinity and you can clearly see what the situation is, it took one guy, some rando, <laughs> to be like, that is bitch shit herself! And like, the whole fucking place erupted. And they're like, this bitch! Like, oh, she shit herself! And the people running around. It was just so bad. It was so mean. Yeah. You know, but at the same time, you're like, yeah, had I been that guy? Listen, you weren't taking the small hints, so you're definitely taking the big one. Yeah, but it was so... Brent, dude. You already took the big so one. So bad. Because they're like, this bitch shit herself! <laughs> like, it just... Exp- this energy in the, in the little 30-yard radius around... The and, nearest band stops. <laughs> music just sounds like, hey, everybody, 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 everybody. Look, over, look over here. Look over here. Back left side of the crowd. Hey, you in the stupid hat. Wave your hands. This bitch just shit herself. <laughs> it was, and then so it, in a classic, the ending was classic because she just, just tears start pouring and she runs off in this like shitty, half drunken arms flailing run and the just doo doo on her fucking overalls. Just so bad. And I remember feeling like, you know, I didn't like you in high school. I always thought you were kind of a bitch. Yeah. But even, you don't, no one, deserves that. Yeah. She wasn't that kind of bitch that deserved it. She was just kind of like that what you lighthearted do, bitch. What you do, it's a, this is a music festival. It's hot. Let's wrap up with this, but give us the this is what music you do. festival. This is what you do. You leave the overalls in the woods. Those are, those are not your overalls anymore. <laughs> you give that cotton back to the earth. And assuming your underwear and bra are in decent shape... You come out in the urban bikini. Yeah. You find the nearest merch vendor. You sure. buy a men's double X and you turn that motherfucker into a dress. Yeah. And you, you know. That's smart. That's what you do. Yeah. What you don't do. Is put the overalls. Is come out of the woods in your shitty overalls and tell, tell everyone that your, your music midtown uh, day drinking diarrhea is mud. <laughs> No one's going to believe that. No, no, guys, it's mud, I swear. It's mud. Look, I'll touch it. It's mud. It's, nothing. it's just mud. Like, that's, that's a peanut. Yeah, you just touch poo. <laughs> now you're rubbing poo in your hands. That's, that's doo-doo, baby. That's doo-doo, baby. No, you ditched the overalls. If, I assume she had a bag. 
You put anything she that did. might be in your pockets, in your bag. Yeah. No one's going to look twice at even a, an unattractive girl rocking uh, underwear and a bra. And you're at a music festival. You you expect to see some scantily clad women. Nobody shuts down the flashers. Right. You find the nearest plate. You buy a tie-dye Metallica shirt. You rip the sleeves off. Turn it into a big dress. Put your belt around it. You've got a modern-day sun sundress. No one's going to think twice. No one's going to go, what's that girl over there in the in the double X Stone Temple Pilot shirt? She must have shit herself earlier. <laughs> no one's going to think that. Well, they will now. 61 people listening to this now. You know, like, hindsight's twenty twenty, but yeah. miss, if you do end up listening, leave the overalls. Yeah. Get yourself a men's shirt. I guess my fear is that for that poor gentleman that's like, man, she's hot. I really like this oversized shirt with the belt around it look I'm gonna take you home and by the time you get her home you're really just dealing with a shit splattered fucking I just hope her butt cheeks aren't coated in a thin layer of diarrhea cause I really don't like poop oh yep they are yep. <laughs> you know what fuck it oh my god were those your overalls in the woods oh my god what did I do what did I do what did I do <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, you look like a women's medium. <laughs> I should have known. <laughs> you know what? You know what? It's fine. It's fine. It's been it's been six months. Let's just do it anyways. It's fine. I'll so, power through. Someone have a clothes pin. I'll power through. <laughs> okay, let's just get this over with. I'll power through. <laughs> with that, WFUCK, we're gonna sign off. And roll it over into episode 16, which is part two of a, of a movie we're not even watching, <laughs> The Birdcage, which if you haven't seen it, that's all we can say is just watch it. It's worth watching with worth the sound watching. on. We, we really aren't doing it justice. It's but. a beach movie. It's Miami. That's what we're touching. The, the beach is the theme. Yeah. Anyways, WFC. <laughs> we drank this one. Yeah. We, did, we did a sober 14. W-F-U-C-K! Over by 97.5 here with the Golden Voice and the Laugh Man. <laughs> See you for 16. Stay tuned for part two of this episode, episode 16, coming up next week. We'll see you folks then. <laughs>